1: Hey guys, brand new podcast.
2: Hey, wait a minute. It's my podcast. (laughs) It's my podcast. Oh,
1: sorry. Sorry. I forgot. Uh, Did you guys think, oh my God, I turned on the wrong one.
2: Wrong one. Yeah.
1: I'm not on this podcast. I'm just doing the intro with her. We just did my intro Uh, and now we're doing her intro. Uh, We're doing mine. And 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 I'm going to stop talking. I am apologize.
2: Okay, good, good, good. And like you said in your intro, we have the flu. So apologize. I apologize for my nasally yucky
1: voice it's not like this on the sh- on the podcast you'll be listening to
2: no it's not and this podcast will have video so you can watch it on youtube as well this is the third and the final podcast about the 21 day fix with Jeannie and lynn this is Jeannie's first day on the 21 day fix lynn's 14th and i'm finished so it was a good journey
1: do you guys talk full disclosure about what Jeannie's husband does
2: um, I don't know. Okay. I don't think we've talked about what Darren does. We okay. we talked about what he used to do.
1: Yeah, he used to work at Playboy. Yeah, he used that to, was to work a badass Playboy. job. So
2: did Jeannie. But oh, yep, yeah, Jeannie. We did talked too. about that. Okay. Yeah, so we talk about that at some point. I don't even remember which one. Just but full this- disclosure,
1: only so you know. To the twenty um, Beachbody is a sponsor of my podcast. It's not a sponsor of Leanne's podcast. Oh, yes, yes. And Darren Turbo works at Beachbody. You gotta say that you can't. I don't Why? want people because you, you don't want people to think that we're on on, on the cut or anything.
2: No, no, no. But he well, just I'm happens not to getting wor- paid for yeah. anything that I'm doing personally for yeah. Twenty One Day Fix. I just did it because I felt it would work for me.
1: Boy, did it ever! And
2: it did. It really did. I mean, I, I'm not even. I'm not getting anything out of it. I pay the same amount of money for Shakeology as everybody else, and it's just really. It was really amazing. It was the right thing for me at the right time. And I'm really glad I did it. And I don't know if Jeannie and Lynn had the same results or feel the same way, but that's definitely how I feel. It was really great. So um, I'd had several requests for people to from people to post my first week of meals. And I have posted them now on wifeotp.com. So you can go to my website and see my first week of meals. I um, hope that's helpful. Um, you can always go to the 21 Day Fix Uh, hub.com to get more information too about meals and workouts and stuff. So on this podcast, we, again, we talk about Jeannie's first day, Lynn's day 14. And then somehow we, we ended up talking about what it's like being a Christian married to a Jewish man because they are both Christians, both married to Jewish men. I thought it was kind of fascinating. I don't know that much about Judaism.
1: What do they call that? That's a word for that. When you marry a Christian, marrying a Oh, a traitor. Okay, keep going. Shut
2: up. It's not called a traitor. But I thought we ended up having a really pretty good conversation about it. I hope you guys enjoy it. But there's one more thing I want to address. There was a comment on my YouTube page that people have been reaching out to me about. So I just wanted to dispel the original comment, which said... (laughs) I saw Bert slap the shit out of Leanne behind an Applebee's, swear to God.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. And
2: people have been emailing me. If he put his hands on you, you should leave him. Let me just say emphatically, Bert has never hit me ever. And I, We don't even live anywhere near an Applebee's. Well, I don't think we've ever been to
1: an Applebee's. We went to an Applebee's, I think, once in Georgia on a Sunday. I I only remember that because they didn't serve alcohol.
2: Because you're right. And it was in Carrollton, Georgia, and it was probably 10 years ago. But there's no Applebee's, like, in our general vicinity. So not only did it not happen, that no one, Burt's never hit me, but it it's not even really possible that he saw that happen, even if it did behind an Applebee's. It's just complete and total falsity.
1: But I'm not upset with you guys putting that out there. <laughs> just so I just sound like a fucking, like a, a loose wire, a live wire.
2: Does it make you seem kind of like...
1: Yeah, like someone like Burt.
2: So unlike, I would
1: never fucking hit you.
2: No, he would never hit me.
1: Never, I've never hit a woman. Um, I've only, I've, I've only hit like two men. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not a hitter. I don't like getting hit, and I don't like hitting people. Um, but I will say, whoever sent that video of uh, they, someone animated you, and did you see that? No. You guys talking about me about god damn it what about was it? the flush
2: in the toilet
1: no no you were talking to kathy
2: and sandy and,
1: no 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 shit i wish i could remember what it is I, I retweeted it it's funny
2: oh no i don't know i didn't see that regardless yeah. thank you everyone who was concerned <laughs> so for if someone my... could
1: make an animation of me slapping the shit <laughs> out of the end line in applebee's
2: but in applebee's and like potato skins fly out of my ass or something <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we're coughing. Sorry horribly. for the
2: coughing. I'm so sorry, but we just legit know have that the you're flu. lucky
1: and you don't have the fucking flu because oh. this has ruined this house. This is my three weeks off after the special, and now I'm fucked.
2: Yeah, the flu is. Is awful, But anyway, thank you everyone who was concerned that I perhaps had been slapped behind an Applebee's. I have not ever been slapped. And hey, shout out to that person anybody. who posted that
1: tweet. That is fucking hilarious. It, I, it this, made me
2: laugh so hard. But then then when people started with real concern, I felt really bad. Yeah, I I was, it was such a ridiculous it, comment.
1: It's not funny to beat women at no, all. But no. it is bizarre that someone would put that and then people would believe them. Uh, yeah. That makes me go like, what fucking world do we live in? I know. someone could put that. I saw a bird slap the shit out of Leigh on an Applebee's. <laughs> what a fucking, so brilliantly worded so that it is believable.
2: Yeah, right? It was really funny. Anyway, so I'm fine. We're fine. Everybody's fine. Thank you for your concern. I hope you enjoy episode number six. I can't believe it's number six.
1: I know. Congratulations. This is uh you're enjoying this and your numbers are climbing. That's awesome.
2: I'm having a really good time.
1: And shout out to everyone who comes to my shows and tells me, Hey man, I like Leanne's podcast. Oh. I like that you're not on it.
2: Guys, you're talking to
1: me. You well,
2: could... I'll be on it again.
1: Well, I'd like to be on it. I'll talk to my agent.
2: <laughs> Max see.
1: Doublefield at UTA.
2: I'll see what I can do. All right. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs>
1: Enjoy the podcast, guys. Why did I say that? You do it. I'm sorry. I don't I know. It it's mine. Yeah, Enjoy. I'm sorry. I love you guys.
2: Enjoy, <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. I wasn't intending on talking about this now, but I've been really uh, surprised at how many people want to, are looking for what I was looking for, which was a bunch of women our age talking about real stuff that happens, you know, and not like, uh, the guys I fucked podcast is really popular, but I don't really care about that. I'm 47. I don't want to talk about the guys I fucked. It's been so long since I fucked somebody other than Bert, that I don't want to talk about that. So um thank you guys for doing this three episodes in a row of course by the time it airs um we'll have done three in a row so woohoo i know very exciting so i finished the 21 day fix Uh, all right yesterday was my 21st day
0: i cheated i so so funny because (laughs) (laughs) what not that i'm stalking but bert did post a video on instagram last night i was like she's eating chips and dip yes yes yes, <laughs> yes. Like, but but it could you know all fairness it could have been a carrot like I couldn't really see yeah what I, were, really. I was eating the carrots I <laughs> have yeah, carrots. yeah. She, Lynn was doing good last night however <laughs> but, I no, I did terrible last night but it was also the night before I started well you so should like, yeah I was like I'm gonna have lots of dip but yeah. <laughs> so you started yesterday no today no, today this today morning Jeannie's day one is today and I feel like I already screwed up I mean I didn't screw up like eating wise but it was kind of a crazy morning it was like the kids going back to school I had a conference call, had to bring the dog to the vet, got my workout done though. Cause I awesome. knew like, as I said, if I don't get that done, yep. so did it really early, but then I had no time to eat or make anything. Oh. And so I had my shake. Good. But that's all I've had is my shake and water. But so my yep. shake was supposed to be my snack. And so I was telling my husband, I was like, I feel like I already fucked up. He's like, no, you have to be flexible. Just reverse it. Yeah. Right. Just that's now right. go into whatever the next thing was. And I don't feel hungry. Like I feel fine. I'm right. drinking lots of water. Um, and that first video that the one that destroyed me yeah. before. The surrenders. Yeah. I feel like last time I was already like at this point, like, holy shit, I'm going to be so sore. Yeah. And I already feel a little better oh, from good. having my little preview. Of that. Right. Right. That's good. <laughs> um, and I also... So, just knew like I think the first time I was naive, and so I knew this time to modify, just right. to like I did it for like the first thirty seconds, and then when she went back to do it again, I was like, yeah, we're going to do it without the weight this time, and just right. was yeah. smarter about doing it.
2: Because really, this journey is a marathon; it's not yeah. a sprint. Is is the twenty one days is a sprint, but really, the objective, or at least for me, is uh, to change your lifestyle, right, and to make this kind of way of thinking about uh, health and fitness your way of thinking to replace what was there before. 21 days is how you create a new habit, right? Right. So... My thought process was I'm gonna get through twenty one days and I'm just gonna start over. Right. I mean, I can work out for thirty minutes a day. Totally. I can eat like this. I've been eating like this for twenty one days
0: with very little problem. And I feel so, like it's just about portion control. Those it containers is. is just really about controlling those portions and knowing what the appropriate portion is. That's
2: right. And not, you know, the hardest thing about traveling is travel with Bert was
0: like I can't even imagine being in Boston. You were drinking water at the bar, weren't you? Yes, I was. I could tell. (laughs) I was drinking water. Uh, The only problem was in the green room.
2: They didn't have anything in the green room I could eat, and I was starving. Yeah. And so at that point, I was like, oh, well, I got to eat a bag of kettle chips. And actually kettle chips is on her list as like a carb if you have to like if you're stuck and you need something emergency that's like one yellow container but I'd already had my yellow containers for the day. Aww. So I was like, okay, well I've got one extra carb but I'm starving. Like I'm I'm dying.
0: I've got to But eat just think something. of all those extra calories you burn by being freezing.
2: Tell me about it. It's 12. <laughs> it was 12. That's, that's
0: inhumane. No. Who
2: lives in a place where it's <laughs> 12 degrees <laughs> I know. people who are crazy although I loved Boston and I really liked all the people I met there they yeah. were really very genuine very real like what you see is what you get people i actually liked it much better than new york i lived in new york for four years and i thought now these are the people i could hang around with and then of course sandy who's chinese told me that it's a massively racist city in her yeah. opinion but she's also chinese i'm i'm white so i right. didn't experience that yeah. at all she said it's far more racist well than New were, York.
0: just to the people who you were with that night if people who tend to like like comedy and go to comedy shows are uh, like a a more fun person <laughs>
2: that's true and they're hardcore fans they're a little it's very intense to be with Burt now I mean like people are you know obviously shirtless and people are like just walking up and grabbing his nipples and I'm like whoa
0: those are whoa. mine Those are, mine. <laughs> those are <laughs> mine, but those are his you should keep your uh, I mean
2: ask or something yeah. first I mean who walks up to someone and just goes then then a lot of women want to rub his belly yeah, like so a booter, weird. and I'm like that's just He's, he's still a person. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, would you like someone to just walk up to no, you and run I your I it when I was
0: pregnant. Yeah, and right? And people just walk up to you yeah. and touch your belly and you're like, get your hands off my baby. Yeah, yeah.
2: I felt that it was weird. so weird. It is really weird. Yeah. It gives them like some kind of license that they shouldn't actually have. But, you know, no one was rude or aggressive or nasty yeah. about it, but... From the outside looking in, I went, wow, I didn't know that he, that happened for him at meet and greets. Literally, like, three or four people just walked up and pinched his nipples. Oh That's crazy. God. And that I was crazy. like, oh, I, that would make me so uncomfortable if I were Bert. And Bert has told me it is really <laughs> odd sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's looking in the window. And babe. he hi, babe. Um, can't oh, oh, it.
0: <laughs>
2: he can't stand it. <laughs> hi, babe. Did you go to a sauna?
0: Yeah. Were you, you doing a video or where
2: were you? No. <clears throat> You're not on mic. We can't hear you. Though.
1: I know. I know this works.
2: <laughs> He's done it went before. I
1: Burbank, Burbank Infrared Sauna. I'm buying an infrared sauna. It's fucking amazing. 155 degrees, 30 minutes, and halfway through, I was like, "Oh my god, I feel normal right now. I feel like totally normal." And then the last five minutes were really tough. And then I just sweat the whole car ride home.
2: So where are we putting this in the chicken coop?
1: No, no, we have no. We're room cleaning out. For an we're cleaning out. Sauna. We're cleaning out the garage, and we're putting an infrared sauna in the garage. I'm starting right now. How know. big is it? Not very big. It's it's very small. I mean, it could arguably be claustrophobic. Is it uh, like
0: a closet? Like a you walk. It's,
1: it's smaller than a closet. You could literally put one in our closet. It was. It's. They have f- seven of them in like cubicles where you get a massage. So you could fit easily fit like probably s- seven of them in this room. Wow. They're small, but. Um, and you just sweat out all your nastiness. Oh my god! I was pouring fucking sweat.
2: Don't drip it on me, know, right? I'm, you're I'm, all right Nasty.
3: <laughs> Woo! Wow.
2: Yeah. And, and you're They're-
1: naked. They're they're like, Yeah, they want you to get naked so I was naked and I was and you can see your reflection in the window and it was so sad. Part of me is like
2: want
1: to buy one of these I was, it's inspiration I was looking at my body and I was like oh my god I look like a fucking mob boss or a fucking <laughs> industry exec in one industry. of those movies where like you're like Ugh. and I was like no one would walk in and be like yeah I need a piece of that
2: was there a towel wrapped around at belly button
0: level
1: no I was right. totally, no, naked, totally naked totally do they naked. put something yeah. on
0: the seat that then changes out for the next person
1: yeah 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 Tow- towels out things I think about towels out
2: let's hope that would be awful. could you imagine uh, seeing awful. someone else's ass sweat
1: yeah. well, I hadn't thought about that until right now, <laughs> Sorry, but I'm definitely like, was, I definitely was I had a lot that's of why he's ass buying
3: his own about. so it's his own ass sweat so at one like point,
1: him. my balls were hanging over the chair like this, and my ball's in junk and at one point I was like, come in. Like I, I'm really uncomfortable. I didn't realize my balls were right up against a heater. Oh, <laughs> I, it's a good thing I, you're done having kids. Do, and do right? I have? Yeah, do I have burns on my back? So I was also resting my back on a heater.
2: No, no. Uh, maybe second degree. But oh, it was maybe. it
1: was hot. It was really fucking great. I want one so bad.
2: Wow, yeah. you talked yeah. about this before. How though? much are they? Uh,
1: thousand hmm. dollars. Yeah, thousand dollars. That's
2: not so bad. Yeah. No. I it's, thought it would be like more like
1: 3 or 4. No, right? $1,000 real small. You can throw one in the in the garage. You just
2: toss it in there with I wish Lynn and fucking here.
1: Eric would use their goddamn garage. You have so much fucking space in your garage. We
3: do use it.
1: I know. I want to put a treadmill in there and an infrared sauna. I have a well, lot I've a lot of things I want to do with your garage.
3: I, I mean, you can go do it. That's fine. Just yeah. Give a key to your house, right? And <laughs> so, do they <laughs> a recommend that you, key. you work out? Right. And then do I'm it? not stupid. I, know. No, I, know.
1: I just did this. They say it's good for deto- detoxification, but infrared gets into the muscles. It gets your whole body. It doesn't. You don't get as hot as fast. So, like, I got hot at like twenty. At like, I was in for thirty five minutes. When it got to like 27 minutes, I was like, I still haven't started sweating really. And I was like, Not tw-, but I had 27 minutes left. So like five minutes in, I hadn't really started sweating. Seven minutes in, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to sweat. And then at 15 minutes, I was fucking pouring. And for the last 15 minutes, I was it was dripping off me. So it gets to like the base <laughs> of you
2: sure you're not dripping off on me totally
1: here i'll it. let you guys alone i just wanted to share my i wanted to come on your podcast and share my experience
2: uh, you just can't let me
1: have it can you
2: <laughs> <laughs> we have to only record when he's out of town that's the only way bye babe
1: fucking the podcast i know you are i know <laughs> totally <laughs> Tork. all right so wait i
0: want to hear what your results were
2: Oh okay, um, I lost ten pounds total. <gasps> wow! In twenty-one days, that's I really thought good. I was pretty good. I yeah. lost ten pounds, and I lost. Um, I was disappointed in my inches overall, but I lost like an inch and a half in my waist, which that's is amazing. Pretty big. Yeah, that's amazing. and I lost three inches in my chest. Oh my god! I will be so happy if that happens. Right? To me. I was really happy. I was like, wow! Suddenly, I look less like a linebacker because you don't realize that your boobs make everything below your boobs look huge Yes, because everything hangs off your boobs so like if you have these big old boobs and mine are not the most enormous but they're like almost a d on my little bitty frame yeah and so now they've kind of shrunk down a little bit Uh, it's a lot actually so that's better but i lost no inches in my arms at all not not even like a I quarter nothing I lost nothing in my arms which is the curse of my family my mother was like the body of Cher Mm -hmm. the arms of like the fridge I mean (laughs) she always had these massive big arms and I have her big arms so I don't think they're really going anywhere anytime soon I lost an inch in both thighs Uh that's great and I lost an inch in my hips.
0: Wow. So pretty good. So yeah. when you so you had said the night before you started that when you looked in the mirror and you did that picture, you it really bummed you out? Yeah. Have you done it again? I didn't take the picture. I didn't think about that. But I did you like you? I mean, maybe you look in it and see like if you're not so sad anymore.
2: I do see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can definitely tell without clothes that I look a lot better. Like I looked more like um, like those... I felt like I looked like those mother statues with like the round belly and oh, the gosh. large boob. That's what I felt like I looked like before. And now I go, "Oh, my rib cage is actually really leaned out. Mm-hmm. I still have the belly and a little bit around my back like my I have that spare tire thing. So I still have that area, but my legs look so much skinnier and my clothes feel so much better. And even though when I look at myself in the mirror with clothes on, it doesn't look like I've lost ten pounds. Ten pounds is a lot. Yeah. But I don't look like I've lost
0: ten pounds. So I go, I look like I've lost like maybe five. So don't I don't they say like ten to fifteen pounds is a whole size. So like if you were a size no, I did not go down a size in clothes. Hmm. So I did not for sure uh, go down
2: a size and close. So, um, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm still going. Mm -hmm. I, today, you know, I cheated yesterday. That was my plan. My plan going forward is I'm not going to do another straight 21 days. I'm going to cheat on Sundays. Sunday, I'm just not going to worry about it. Mm -hmm. And like this Sunday, I had yogurt and berries for breakfast I didn't have a Shakeology. And then for lunch, I had a chicken breast and a cob salad, but it was really healthy. I had no dressing on it. Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't want it. And then for Super Bowl Sunday, I just ate whatever I wanted. Yeah, So I think I'm going to do that. You know, my kids really love pancakes and waffles and bacon. And I only make that on the weekends. So I was like, you know what? I'll make it on Sunday. Yeah. I'll eat that big, disgusting, delicious, amazing breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be right back on this plan the other six days of the week and just not give myself an out. So right. like, I know, okay, so if we're going to a party on Saturday night, Saturday is my cheat day mm-hmm. and Sunday I'll be straight. So... I've been really surprised at how easy this has been. I really did not think it would be this easy. I really thought I would struggle a lot more with the food and the shake and the eating like five times a day and the water, and I really didn't. So hmm. maybe, I don't know if, it you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yeah. I don't know if I was just really ready mm-hmm. and or if it really
0: is just that easy. It sounded like you were really ready that morning. Yeah, I was ready. Yeah. And then once you start like losing
3: one pound, you're like, oh, okay, great. That's, I mean, it's only one, but you get on like, a roll. You get on a roll and yeah. you get like, like I you know I was talking to you earlier last, or late last week, and I was like, Friday was not a great day, but I was like really pissed because I was like, I wanted to go to my class and I didn't get to go to my class. Yeah. And I felt really bad. And that kind of, uh, you know, set me up. And I was like, wow, I really want to do this. Yeah. I really want to go to class that kicks my ass every single time right i wanted to go so now you started right Mm -hmm. yeah when did you start um that monday after the first podcast so i'm a week behind you okay so you're at day like 14 yeah 15 somewhere in there something like that yeah 14 15 how what do you think about it well so i don't do the strict method Right. Um, you do so the Lynn groove d- and 21 I d- day. I fix. can put my own twist on it. Um, the 21 day adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> so I do the legs and arms of the 21 day fix, uh-huh. but I do the cardio going to my orange fitness class, my orange it. theory class that I really like. And then. I kind of mess with the rest. I don't enjoy Pilates. No, I don't.
2: So good for you though.
3: I hate it. Yeah. And I kind of just want results right now. So I'm like, if I can get, if I can squeeze in another Orange Theory fitness class, I'm mm-hmm. going to do that. Oh, got it. Um, and so I kind of, and then like I kind of like, so I do the two, uh, 21 Day Fix you know, arms and legs, but the other stuff I don't really do. I just kind of do, do yoga either. No, I hate yoga too. Mm-hmm. I'm not that peaceful or Zen. I don't know if you know that about me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so maybe, get you too deep into your hidden deep emotions. Maybe I should, I could probably benefit from it, <laughs> yeah. but, and I do, I do like a mixture of like the Tracy Anderson stuff that uh-huh. I used to do from before. And so I kind of like go back and forth and that the eating has been pretty okay. Like I'm forcing myself to eat breakfast cause I'm not a breakfast person, but mm. I'll have like, half a thing of greek yogurt with some berries and like a little bit of honey in it mm-hmm. and then i do um i don't do a shakeology but i do a different protein shake for mid-afternoon snack and a salad for like dinner and lunch and like throwing protein or whatever else um or like we had um filet on friday and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to have the filet. I'm not going to even yeah. bother with the salad, oh, which isn't bad. But, it, I, but I was really, like, focusing on the salad and stuff. And then, so I'm I'm just making better choices. Right. But I still am having a hard time. I can't eat all that food. It's still a lot for you? It's still a lot. is funny? It's still a lot. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to snack. I'm going to have an apple. So, you know. And I found, like, as the weeks have gone by, I do less and less of the, like, on my phone, like, marking off my containers mm-hmm. but I'm still getting results right and I just am conscious of like what I am eating right and so maybe that was the point for you and, and I think I when I started having to tick everything off instead of like feeling good about it I was feeling guilty about it because I was like but mm. I didn't I didn't eat enough of my vegetables or I didn't eat enough of this or oh. you know and so I started like and then I would just feel bad about myself so now that I'm just kind of doing my own own thing in terms of that I feel better okay like, I feel lighter like I lost five pounds that's Yay. awesome right that's I awesome. haven't I haven't taken my measurements because I'm not gonna do that until <laughs> the end but um I feel lighter like like I feel and I know like it's not it's not the number I just feel a little bit like I'm healthier like right. I can breathe better not that I ever had a hard time breathing but I just feel lighter I, I don't know how to else to explain it and I just feel like okay you feel better I feel better yeah that's good yeah that's the point right yeah that's what i figured i'm like it's not so much about the number even though the number really would be nice yeah I'll go down but um
2: you know i feel better well that's yeah that's the point I mean, it isn't about the number because i mean i've lost 10 pounds but i haven't lost a whole size yeah so that's just a number two yeah the other mm-hmm. way you know you could say 10 pounds equals one whole size then i can't i'd that would mess me up right like i'd be like oh, ah! but I did it I should be a size yeah. whatever right and I'm definitely not a size smaller like in the place where I needed to be to get to a size smaller didn't shrink enough mm-hmm. like like my hips you know like my waist shrunk but my hips didn't shrink enough relative so that my hips need to shrink a little more so that I could go down a size Makes sense mm-hmm
0: Anyway, so do you like it day one? What do you think? So far, yeah. I mean, all I've done is my workout and do a shake. (laughs) And shake, no, I know, right? (laughs) But the workout, I feel like, is the hard part. Yeah. It is. Yes, and I know I have to get done in the morning. Otherwise, this won't happen.
2: Same here. I literally walk in the door from dropping kids off at school. I don't do anything. I just go straight and turn on my phone and work out. Mm-hmm. And then my day starts. That's
0: the way I have my, but it's 30 minutes makes it really easy. It does make it easy. Yeah, and then after does. I also always do long walks with both dogs at some point in the day. So I get that too. But. Me too. Yeah.
2: Okay. So I want to talk about something that is fascinating to me. I hope I, I hope it's not boring for you guys or for the people listening. But you are both Christian raised women married to Jewish men. Uh huh. What is that like? <laughs> How did that? I was shift? raised
0: Catholic. What were you raised? Lutheran. Lutheran. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I what went to is Catholic Lutheran? School. Oh, Luther. Lutheran. The same thing as Catholic, but they don't believe in the pope, and they can have kind of female priests, and they're allowed to marry. Yeah. Which seems a lot more. They're normal. allowed to be gay too, but yeah, they good. can be gay too. So there's you go. It seems yeah. healthier. Okay, that does seem a <laughs> lot more like. Of today. It's not as intense. As
2: Catholicism? Yeah. Okay. I feel like. Yeah. Okay, so you were... Jeannie was raised Catholic. Lynn was raised Lutheran.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I went here. to Catholic school. Um, but I was raised in a really Jewish area in Shaker Heights, Ohio. Okay. And I went to Catholic and public. And while I was in public school, I did... I dated the Jewish guy for a few years mm-hmm. who ironically looks and is a lot like my husband how funny <laughs> i established my type at a really young age um <laughs> jewish <laughs> goal-oriented um but anyways um he so I, and he was just a really good guy so um i was always i think open to it like i didn't feel like i had to marry a catholic guy like that i don't think that ever crossed my mind like i right. was just like whatever you know yeah you marry who you love but when we were dating, we didn't start dating until we were 27. So um, like a few months into it, like when you start dating someone 27, 28, like you're not really casually, like if you, especially if you both want to get married, this either going somewhere or it's not. Yeah. Um, so uh, I was like really excited because I really like was like, this is the guy. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, honestly, like we were dating like three or four months and he's like, I have to raise my kids Jewish. Like, that's just... It's not an option to not raise my kids Jewish. And so I kind of was bummed because I kind of, like, envisioned it, like, being a little bit more loose and loopy and, like, we do some Catholic things and we do some Jewish things and whatever. Um, But he was adamant about it. And I remember thinking that night, oh, my gosh, we're going to break up. Like, that's so sad. Like, I just... Like that's immediately went through my head. And I have a really good friend who I went to high school with, Catholic high school, who's one of, you know, six kids, Irish Catholic family. And I called her and was really upset. And she was like, just take a step back a second and think about this. Like, why are you shutting the door on it? And she started asking me a bunch of questions and she was just like, you know, she knew the answers to them, but she was like, you know, are you pro-choice or are you pro-life? And I was like, well, Matt, I'm pro-choice. Of course, you know, she's like, do you think priests should be allowed to marry? And I was like, well, yeah, you know, with all the stuff going on in the Catholic church with all the issues, yes, they should be allowed to marry. And so, um, do you support gay marriage? Of course I support gay marriage. Like why are you asking these questions? (laughs) You know? And then she was like, well, how does his religion feel about this? And they supported all of them. Yeah, you know, yeah. All of them. There's gay marriage. There's female priests. They're allowed to get married. I mean, female rabbis are allowed to get married and pro choice and all those things. So she just said, I'm not telling you to raise your kids Jewish. I'm telling you not to shut the door on him at this point because you're a little bit of a hypocrite saying that you wouldn't raise your kids in his religion when his religion actually supports everything you feel, you know, and more yours so than doesn't. your own. Yeah. Right. So I was like, then, That's yes, nothing. I'm open to it. So, um, and, I, and we agreed to it, obviously, but my parents, um, who were very Catholic and were paying for our wedding, my dad still required us to like, have a priest. We had a priest and a rabbi, and we had to go through pre-Cana with the Catholic Church, because he was like, if I'm going to pay for the wedding, I want your marriage recognized by the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. And right. so we did the whole thing, and it was so funny, because then we also had to do it with a rabbi. Right our experience with the rabbi was like a gazillion times better just because the Catholic church was just so archaic in how they do things mm-hmm. and there we had to go away for this weekend retreat and first of all we were like 30 and felt really old because it was like you're <laughs> <were> like 22 <laughs> 23 year olds on this re- and I was like what is going on but there was like there's tears the whole weekend between all these other couples because they give you this book and make you discuss everything you know big issues apparently they had not discussed right. and so there was tears there were couples breaking up it was like oh, they wow. hadn't discussed money they hadn't discussed all these things and we would literally both they separate you we write down our thing we come together We'd be like um yep okay good fist bump yeah let's go for a walk and we were good like it was solid so I felt like we had done everything and we're ready to go and had a priest and a rabbi and raise our kids Jewish but we celebrate Christmas right I get a tree like it's just the memories of Christmas for me growing up are the happiest memories and so he you know was like you've made enough sacrifice and we are happy to celebrate Christmas, so we celebrate Christmas, and we don't really do Hanukkah, because it's not a very big Jewish holiday. No. So we just, well, it's ridiculous for them to get gifts for both, so they only get <laughs> right, Christmas gifts. Right, right. Gifts. That would be- Choose one, right? Yeah. yeah. One or the other. I think when they were really little, we did both, and I was like, saw how much I spent that year, and I was like, that's ridiculous. That's not happening again. Right. So we just do Christmas, but we do big Passover, we do big high holidays, like all of that. And I'm, you know, was on the board at the temple for years, and they knew I was Catholic, and they didn't care. I never converted, and no, you did They were convert. just happy to have me volunteer and right. be there. And I will
3: say though, that's the good thing about our temple.
0: Yes, yes, because Lynn and I are at the same temple, that's so which crazy. is fifty percent interfaith families.
3: Really, fifty percent, fifty percent. That's that's nobody's marrying really in their religion
0: anymore. No, uh,
3: yeah. Yeah. It, and it is. And like the rabbi Jim was always like, I don't know who's who's like Jewish. I don't know who's not. I don't He care. didn't care. Yeah. He didn't care.
0: It, uh, but isn't was, that yeah. the
3: way it's supposed to be? It should no, be. Think Definitely. And
0: not all temples are like that. Ours is reformed. Yeah. So it's pretty yeah. loose. But at my first mommy me class, which Lynn and I did mommy me there together. Um, it was my first class. And um, I'm sure I probably looked like a deer in the headlights. Like I did have those moments of I made a huge mistake of like mourning that my kids weren't going to have the same experiences that I had growing up. And so I'm sure that first class, uh, you know, I'm the one pulled into the temple. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. Totally freaking out. And I'm sitting in the mommy me circle. No, nobody sure. I looked scared. And at the end he came up to me and came from behind and put his hands on my shoulders, which kind of freaked me out. And he was like, are you Jewish? And I said, no, (laughs) And he said, he just said, thank you. I actually get emotional all the time when I think about it. He just said, thank you very much. Thank you very much. We will never ask anything more of you. You came here. You've made a huge sacrifice. Just thank you. You know, like meaning that they would never try to convince me to um, convert or anything. And they never have. So um, and he asked me one time, what do I consider myself? And I said, I'm a non-practicing Catholic. I'm a practicing Jew because I don't go to church but right if we go anywhere we go to temple and so because there's all these people who bl- have these strong thoughts on conversion they have to go and mikvah and the whole yeah. blah. and i'm like i don't have time you know like to take a shower every day let alone like convert um and he's like in my eyes you're jewish like i in my eyes i would view you as jewish because you're a, a practicing jew you come here so right it's been a really positive experience and i actually feel like i gave my kids a gift yeah even though they're both in catholic school yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly the Catholics do that right. Really right. They do Catholic schools. But the, for the schools most part. in L.A., the Pretty Catholic right. schools in L.A. are 50 percent Jewish.
2: Yeah, I know. And they're amazing schools. Yes. So it's hard. They're to amazing kinda, schools. Know, they're really they're good affordable. schools. Yeah. And yep. I
0: feel like, you know, we the golden rule. You do good. And the Catholic schools are teaching the golden rule just as good as the Jewish schools. Totally. And, are, and it, that's what it all comes down to.
2: Yeah. I think Catholic Catholic schools, at least in L.A., are probably a lot more liberal Yeah, in their approach than Catholic schools in other places in the U.S. Right. I don't know a whole lot about Judaism, but what I do know, I think, is far more balanced and loving and accepting than the religion that I grew up in, a Southern Baptist. And, um... And I, th- I really admire people and and have a little bit of like, ah, oh, man, I wish I had that because I can't, you know, I don't, we're not religious. Bert's Catholic. Uh, I grew up Southern Baptist. I'm not going to raise my children Southern Baptist. I have no interest because I didn't really, it didn't resonate with me. I don't think it's a bad religion. I think it's a great religion. And almost all my family are practicing Southern Baptist. That's wonderful. But it doesn't, it doesn't really resonate with me. Mm-hmm. So, but that's, Spirituality, that community that happens at temple or in a Southern Baptist church, mm-hmm. I don't have because I don't have a place to go. Right. And I always think everything I hear, I have a lot of friends who are Jewish or who are married to Jewish men mm-hmm. and everything I hear, I go, well, well that would be really amazing. I right. wish that we had something like that here. Well, too. I, so I've
0: never heard, so, I don't know that I've ever heard your and Eric's whole story. So I, I'm,
3: well, we met in law school uh-huh. and, um, it didn't, I, I mean, it,
0: did you care? Like what?
3: I didn't really care. His so his family. His mom was not Jewish. She converted, but mm. his grandparents kind of had a really hard time at the beginning, like with Th- they, with his mom. With his mom, uh-huh. like broke like they broke up because of it and everything. And so then here I am dating Eric, and I'd come. You know, we were up in Sacramento, and we come down here, and his grandparents could not have been more accepting of me Aww, than that's great. like everyone in his family right like so i didn't see it as a big deal because here it is his i know that i knew the history with them having a hard time with valerie and then they were so accepting to me and then they they apologized to valerie profusely like we're so sorry it was so stupid you know we're just because she
0: raised a fine young jewish man (laughs) three of them yeah she did (laughs) well we're still jury's out okay two and a half two and a half two and a half (laughs) half. yeah
2: Um, One might be under the influence of other items, whatever, (laughs) not, not substances. No, no, items. items
0: People, people, items. items. Um,
3: And so when we, before, like, you know, we, we had a hard time because he graduated actually like a semester before me and his mom was really ill. Um, My grandmother was really ill. It was just, and being in law school is really stressful. Yeah. And so we, you know, we're like, we, we broke up once or twice um but then we we got engaged and my dad the first thing he said was how are you gonna make this work i said what do you mean how are you gonna make this work he's like the religion i never thought it was a big deal like i yeah because his grandparents were so accepting parents were so
2: accepting parents were interfaith
0: yeah and And did you care about raising your kids lutheran
3: i really didn't Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what it meant to raise my kids Jewish. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about it before we were, we were getting married. We met with um, a cantor who's a family friend. And we talked about it. And they gave me this book. And Wait, was, what's
0: a cantor? Oh. The, the person who's... Uh, it's, they stand with the rabbi during services. They're the singer. They're the singer. Uh, but they okay, also can it.
3: perform marriages and things like that. Got it. She gave me a book. And she's like, oh, read this. And I was like, I read like the first chapter. And I was like fuck this shit yeah, why it's a lot because why? because it was a very archaic book and it was more of like if you're not jewish you're never gonna be accepted within the jewish community oh, um, bad book
0: to give you yeah right <laughs> it was a
3: terrible book no, thanks. a terrible book and then the next time we met her met with her and where i was like Perine, why did you give me this book it is terrible i threw it i'm not reading it and she's like well it's just a different perspective and blah blah blah, blah. and i was like i'm not reading this shit like, I'm done. Nope, nope, nope. And so, you know, his mom was ill, but she helped me a lot. Um, and so we just kind of... We talked about it and we said, okay, we'd raise our children Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, his... So his dad was accepting. His grandparents were accepting. His One of his aunts were not very accepting. Mm-hmm. But she has some issues to begin with. Um, and then we just... You know we i was like if we're gonna raise our kids jewish we're gonna start now like before we had kids i'm like we're gonna join a temple and temple bethel was yeah. what was right there so we joined way before we had kids good did for you, you guys. really i didn't know that yeah that's really I, we cool we didn't join until after we had the kids yeah no we, we joined before that's really cool and i was like well if we're gonna do it then let's do it did you go to services on friday night every friday night <laughs> not every friday night but we did, did go yeah <laughs> We did go wow. and we went to all the high holidays and, you know, and I, bought, I actually love the high holidays. I bought Judaism for dummies because I I knew nothing about it. And the thing is, is no one in his family did either. <laughs> no way. Like, oh, you, yeah. no, you know, it's like once you do your bar mitzvah, it's it's done You're like over. It's over. It's huh? kind of over. It's right. kind of over. So like I consider myself like the one of the most Jewish people in the family. Like I'm the one you know, doing all the holidays.
0: Right. I'm crazy. I don't know anything about this. They always say that. So the non, well, they say it about converts, but in Lynn and I, neither of us converted, but, um, they are, the rabbis at our temple will say this all the time too, that we're the better Jews. Because right. we have to learn it. Right. And we're learning it more recently. They were raised with it, but no one sat down and had them read a book. No one sat down and was like, you do this, you do that. They just kind of were like, it was done. Yeah. So their stuff, I mean, I, I was one who would go shopping for Shabbat dinner. We used to do, we don't, we're not as good about it anymore. And actually when I do do it, Sasha gets so excited. And she's like, I wish we did it every Friday. But um, <laughs> I'll like go to the Glot and go to the, you know, um, get by the challah and get yeah. make put the candles out and do the prayers and the whole thing. And um, I know it better. Like yeah. than he does, right? Because Isn't that crazy? I had to learn it. Yeah, so we're the better Jews. Kathy is the same. She Total, cooks every yeah.
2: high holiday yeah. meal she's cooking, and she's grew up Catholic. I and think Catholic, Catholic, and
0: she didn't convert. None of us, have yeah, converted. she didn't convert either. We're rebels. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So then, when you go to temple, you go on Friday nights. You're supposed yeah. to. Yes. And what happens when you go to temple?
0: They do a sur- Friday night Shabbat yeah. service.
2: It
3: depends. Well, what does that the mean? Service. Do they like? It's so like what going to church who? on Sunday. Well, like sometimes it's different. Sometimes they'll have like. S- like musical Shabbat yeah. like one week so it's all music
0: They'll, they did like a Disney one yeah and it's much. So this what do you is mean what, a right, Disney so Shabbat they, it was Disney themed um so they use this music and then they just change it and it's super they make it like fun for kids this is what the craziest thing that I could not believe and I was like uh, like cringing and like clenching my teeth and so um anxious is one of the first times we were going to a Shabbat service um so when you grew up Catholic, we did go to church every single Sunday. Mm-hmm. And if there was a crying baby or a child acting out, you were yanked from that church and pulled to the back. And there was yep. actually a crying room oh, that yeah. you would have with a glass thing that they would pipe the service yeah. into because God forbid anyone be <laughs> you one all minute. loud. No, no, seriously. That's <laughs> yeah. what they did in my church Totally, you. And you would like, you know, it's like the second, like a child started making a noise around you, you're like, oh, they're going to take the child out, right? Like that was it. So we go to um, Friday night and I don't know, again, I only know from our own temple, so I'm not sure if this happens. Everywhere. But there was like a kid with Thomas trains in the center aisle, like choo choo, and nobody, I was like, someone gonna take him out? Like, what's going on? Why is he being so loud? It's totally more casual, like someone making noise or a child. They would rather that child be in the sanctuary Mm -hmm. making noise and have that parent take him out and yeah. she'll like sometimes our rabbi will even say like when there's a crying child she'll say something like you know like about a beautiful the beautiful sound of a crying child or she'll come over and like stroke their head or something like right. it's totally like looser and more people are walking in late yeah all the
3: time, yeah no, leaving the time. early right. it's
0: just kind of a much more casual feeling but yeah so they have they'll have like tot shabbat which is for families with little kids and it's super like each fast. grade
3: will and each grade will kind of like get up and you know, sing a song or do part of a prayer. Okay. So feel a part of yeah. it, yeah. So do they
0: speak in Hebrew? Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. But that's really only for prayers. Do you understand Hebrew? Um, well, I don't. I know the prayers. I, I, can say, I can recite them all. Yeah. Wait, but um, do you know what they say? Uh, no, totally not. No. But sometimes you no recite them like in Hebrew, but then you say them in English. And so then I know like yeah. that's what we were saying. Oh, I see. But you don't know word for word. But I don't know word for mean, word. No, or... but I can totally like I can look at a prayer book and recite the Hebrew prayer and actually read it and know how to pronounce no it. No way. I can. Yeah. But not it's, not but the Hebrew it's letters. Years. It's the transliteration. Transliteration.
3: Yeah, no, not the letters. No, not the, the letters. The transliteration. Tra- what is that? So well, it's actually the Hebrew, written in their language. The Hebrew language is written kind of for yes, symbols like, yeah, yeah. or whatever, uh-huh. but they each have sound, sounds. Apparently, I don't really know. Yeah. But so they'll have like the Hebrew online page and on the other side they have a transliteration so it's whatever is written it's how you would
0: kind of say it in English. So I can see. read the transliteration. Now if you went to a conservative synagogue uh, or like screwed. you know you, they would never have a transliteration. Yeah. We're super loopy because we're reformed but the other ones would never have that at all. Right. Um, but yeah it's, it's kind of it feels good like you know the, it's just like going to church on Sunday but they do it Friday nights. You know what's
2: really interesting being from a predominantly is probably an understatement, an only Christian community where I grew up there. I didn't know a Jewish person until I moved to New York City. Um, Everyone was either Baptist or Methodist. And my impression or what I was told about Judaism is more extreme than it actually is. So, I don't know where all these people got their information. If they were pulling information from, like, Orthodox Jewish Mm -hmm. religion, conservative Jewish, but... The stuff that I would hear would be like about how they dress and have the big long beards and yeah. the curly things down the side yeah. and how ridiculous that is. That's nowhere in the Bible. Nowhere is that stated that that's the way you should dress or how you should act. So the the Christians that I grew up with would always talk so terribly about the Jewish, Jewish religion terribly uh, that I was actually afraid of Jewish people by the time I was an adult. Really? I was scared of them. My mother used to say Jewish people um, all had really big noses and they all (laughs) were out to cheat you. They all were out <laughs> to take your money and cheat you. Oh my gosh! To stay away from them. <laughs> That's hilarious. But then she would say, unless they're
0: your accountant. Yeah. Oh. Then you want a Jewish accountant. Right, so do you want to? So the, so prejudicial. The right? area I grew up in in Ohio, outside of Cleveland, was super Jewish. So if I slept over at a friend's house on Saturday night, a lot of times I had to go to Hebrew school with them on Sunday, and I would go. You know? Oh, really? How funny. Yes. Um, and so the funny thing is, and it's not funny now like, <laughs> that I look back on it, but I was like, this happened. So I'm at this person's temple in Beechwood, which is like another really Jewish area. And these kids were throwing change at me. And like, cause I was visiting with my friend and they were throwing change at me. And I was like, why are they doing that? And then I didn't like flinch or anything. And they're like, oh, she's not Jewish. She didn't pick it up.
3: Oh my God. That's Uh awful. And these were Jewish kids throwing tea to me. So, oh my God.
2: How crazy. if I I was
0: Jewish. And I was like, why are they doing that? My friend Elise was like, stop it. You know, it's like annoyed. But it's like that. I went home and told my my dad and my dad's like, that's really messed up.
2: That is really messed (laughs) up.
0: That is really messed up. And one little also thing about my parents, though, my dad, my, you know, it was really hard to tell my parents we were raising our kids Jewish really hard because they knew I was marrying a Jewish guy and that we were going to have a rabbi. I never told them I was raising my kids Jewish. Even though I knew I was, I put that off because, you know, cross Sometimes each, it's easier. each hurdle as we get to it. Yes. So I was literally, I think I went into labor with Elijah like three days later, but I sent them an email because, you know, that was easier than talking to them about <laughs> yes. it. So I sent them an email explaining the whole thing. We're raising our kids Jewish. And my mom responded to it. And I'm not convinced she ever told my dad, um, I'm not, you know, obviously he knew, but like was never really acknowledged, which is sometimes easier. Um, But she just said... um you know, while we're you know sad that you're not going to raise your kids in the same religion you were raised in, we're happy that you've chosen to do something. Right. So that That's was her what response my dad said too. But my mom has brought it up. For like she, you know, she paid for half of my son's bar mitzvah. She paid for the mm-hmm. caterer at his bar mitzvah, which was substantial because she was like, "I'm Italian. I feel like I should pay for the food." You know, and I was like, right. "Great, awesome," um, and flew in for it. And was coming. Will be here for Sasha's. Is also offered to pay for it, but she also brings it up all the time. Like you, at least, were all in. My sister and brother baptized their kids and then did nothing yeah. right So they don't go to church, not even at Christmas, like zero. And so she's like, "At least your kids are religious, right? Right. They do something like you followed through." So she gives us credit on sticking with it and following through and having religion in their lives. Well,
2: you deserve credit. That's one place I think that I have not been the best mom because we don't, we are not religious, and I have issues with religion. I think the only religion I've seen so far that I don't have issues with is Judaism, because you know, like I said. Growing up I heard it was all evil But I kept going But I don't really relate to what I'm in Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really agree with what you're teaching me. Like, I understand what you're saying, and I understand that everybody in this room thinks that's cool, but I don't think that's cool. So now where do I go? Right. And then I can't go to Catholicism because I totally disagree with the mishandling of priests and young children. Mm -hmm. I cannot invest myself in that religion Mm -hmm. because of that. It's really hard because they're not doing anything really to fix it. Uh, Exactly. So then I go, well, that is so out of integrity. How can I say... Yep, signing up for that one. Mm -hmm. So then I don't know enough about any of the other Christian sects to make a decision. And what I've found living in L.A., which has a lot of Jewish families and people, is that they're the most accepting. They're the most kind-hearted. They're the most generous people that I've ever been around ever as a group, you know, and now Southern Baptists are also generous mm-hmm. and, and very great and very community oriented. If somebody, if some tragedy happens in a family, the church is just takes care of them. I mean, they're really amazing in that way, yeah. but their point of view is very kind of condemning for th- things that don't line up with their beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe that's true also for more conservative Jewish uh, people or yeah. Orthodox Jewish people. I know when I was uh, managing an apartment building, I was in a neighborhood that was close to a temple that was very conservative. Mm-hmm. So I had three or four residents that were Orthodox
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, families. And, you know, I had to have. Like one person put in two dishwashers. Oh yeah. And, uh, I had they had like every every sink had to have two bowls. Mm-hmm. So they had one bowl I guess for fish or meat you, it's and the one for kosher kitchen. Yeah, the kosher yeah. kitchen. Yeah, so crazy. Kosher, yeah. Yes, kosher yeah. kitchen and all the, they couldn't use the locks on the weekend. Yep. So oh my gosh, they yes. had to have they couldn't use the elevator. No mechanical on the weekend. So I had to make special accommodations for them as to getting in and out of a building. Yeah, uh-huh. and they were always generous kind, considerate, friendly, ask me about my family. How are you? And People were like, I can't believe they're so nice to you. And I'm like, well, I'm, I am their landlord. But someone told me apparently in their, in their type of faith, a woman can only have a few jobs and one yes. of them is a landlord. Oh, so really they say. can accept a woman who's oh. doing that job as opposed to a woman who's like yeah. a mail carrier or whatever. I never knew that. Wow, I didn't know that either, yeah. but I was like, well, that makes total sense because every single... Orthodox family I had over the 10 years I managed were amazing people. They were so wonderful that I just never had the experience uh, that I'd always heard about of this religion. It just didn't, they didn't match my experience with what I was told did not match. Hmm. So, um, I always think if I had to choose a religion, I think I might choose that religion Yeah, because of what I've experienced since I've been out here.
0: So now the interesting thing is, so if Georgia goes, you know, goes to Catholic school, which mm-hmm. it looks like she will for high school. Yeah. One of the things I kept bringing up when I was touring, um, the schools because I, I honestly felt like I had nothing to lose and I wasn't going to go in lying or pretending we were something that we're not sure. So I would always say, you know, like my son's Jewish, you know, are there other Jewish kids here? Which of course they were like, Oh, you know, the tour guide would be like I'm Jewish, you know, like, right. <laughs> totally fine. Yep. But, um, I also said, you know, in our family, you know, my son is still young and forming his own opinions. But in my family, you know, we support gay marriage and we are pro-choice. And that's how we that's what we discuss at home over family dinners, you know, those type of things. And so I said, you know, is he going to be, um, you know, forced to listen to like to believe that that's not right? Mm -hmm. And I all of the schools, what I was told. And so I think it must be this area. This area is just a very liberal area where yeah. we are. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the right thing. And I think all across the country, like if, if there's something's being shoved down their throat that they don't believe in that, what, what the, I was told was they were fine with you having a differing opinion, but don't just have it and say, I'm pro choice. Back it up. Right. Why are you pro-choice? Right. Why do you support gay marriage? You know, do you know people? What What's your reasoning? Why do you support these versus the other side, which is what the Catholic Church is, the other right. side? So the, I asked one of the religion teachers and she said, I'm absolutely fine with them expressing their opinion if it differs from the Catholic Church. What I want them to be able to do is um, clearly and, educate, you know, like intelligently argue their side. Right. And then I have no problem with it. Right. So I was like, all right, well that's good because Right, right. <laughs> I'm not down with that being shoved down his well, throat. Sure, and no. there is another school in this area where my son, a friend of my son's was, I won't say the name, but it has Will Christian, you say it, later? it has Christian in it. Ah, <laughs> um, I know where they do they don't accept Right, Um, And I've heard this from several people that, you know, um, being gay is a sin, a mortal sin, they will say. It's a mortal sin and you will go to hell. Yeah, same Southern Baptist, say And um, during health class, when premarital sex came up, one of the kids said something about, you know, um, uh, something with the premarital sex. And the guy literally stopped the class and was like, no, it is a mortal sin. You will go to hell. Like, you cannot tell 13 and 14 year old kids that because...
2: It's bullshit. Well, what happens, (laughs) from my experience being Southern Baptist, I was told that as well. Mortal sin to drink. Mortal sin to have sex before you're married. And I knew for a fact that people that were heads of the church were doing those bad things. Of course. And then you go, well, I'm a teenager. I'm having premarital sex. I'm going to hell. Yeah. Like it makes you feel so bad so about scared. yourself. scared. It's fear-based. It's so scared. It's, it is. Yeah. Is I mean every single sermon my preacher would say that you were born you were born of sin therefore you shall repent until the rest of the days of your life so th- then it made me feel like well I'm never gonna get ahead no yeah right. every day I wake up I'm a sinner well, so what it's can not I do just might, kids, as well have fun. So also, might as
0: well have fun right yeah. <laughs> and so I, exactly I think that too the kids who are being sent to that school parents obviously feel that way because totally. if you can get behind that type of yeah um education then you must feel that too right not all of them but right. most right um and my friend's son was there and she didn't really know that. I had kind of tried to tell her beforehand, this is evangelical. This is not right. a Catholic school. Right. And she was just like, but they have really small class size and it's really pretty. Did you see it? You know? <laughs> um, but um, they... Oh, uh, her, the 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 older brother who was not there this was the younger brother who was there was in the process of coming out which was incredibly painful for him because Mm. he's a lot of fear never going to be the same again no one's ever going to look at him again the same but needed to this is who he was right and so the whole family was going through it and his younger brother was a student there at the time where his friends are saying and not because he wasn't talking about his older brother but saying calling people a fag sinners going to hell all, saying all those things and he went home and said I can't go to school there anymore because they think and he said his older brother's name is a sinner and going to hell right. and they pulled him immediately Right, but she was like a teacher said that and she's like no the, all." he said no all the kids are saying that and she was like yeah we're done yeah no then that's not him. okay but it's like crazy And hard to believe in today's world. And when I hear people looking at that school, I try to like really delicately say like, listen, I didn't send my children there and I have never been there. But you may want to talk to so-and-so who did go there and had a different experience. Right. (laughs) But, you know, the hard part is, too, is that
2: we live in a very liberal part of the country but my entire family are southern baptists and we don't share beliefs but you you know you have to hold two things at one time i'm not going to denounce my whole family because they don't support gay marriage they don't believe that they believe that being gay is a choice and maybe not all of them mm-hmm. but a lot of them believe that's a choice and that's a sin and that should not be happening you can just fix that right and i absolutely don't believe that but you have to find a way to still love those people. They're your family. So I wonder if how, because we can't do that, our, our whole nation has become that. You're either people who are pro-choice or pro-life. Mm-hmm. And if you're not pro-life, you're the enemy. Yep. Yep. And if you're not pro-choice, you're the enemy. But th- I don't believe that's actually true. I think that this country started so that people had choices And so that they had a voice. Right. And unfortunately, both sides of religion and of politics have just decided it's my voice or the highway. And I don't know how, as a person, you reconcile having both. You know, to say my, I don't believe any of your religious beliefs and I still respect them Mm -hmm. and I still love you. And I still want to spend time with you and, and how it comes back in reverse. I don't talk religion with my family. They don't talk it with me. Mm-hmm. We just don't talk about it. I had one cousin who one time picked me up from the airport and for an hour and a half oh. let me know how I was going to hell and everybody's going to hell. And we got in this huge debate because he's Southern Baptist and anybody who's not Southern Baptist, not Christian. Anybody who's not in his religion is definitely going to hell. And I was like, so you're telling me people born in Africa Who have never heard of Southern Baptist as a religion are going to hell. And his answer was yes. Wow. And at that moment, I went, This is a non argument. Yeah. I can't, this is not even a discussion. You have your belief, and I have to respect that. And we have to say, Line drawn done. We're not discussing this. Mm -hmm. So as long as you don't try to change me, I won't try to change you. You have your shit and let me have mine. Now, we've never, our relationship's never been the same. Yeah. But I have a relationship with him. I, I can have a conversation with him about our kids and, you know, about traveling and, but it's a hard thing, you know, especially when you come from an extreme background I and mean, there's so many people who come from Orthodox Judaism and then become reformed yeah and yeah. there's, that's the same religion, yeah but there is
0: a big difference. Well, the Orthodox and the Hasidics, I don't think they really like us. No, of course they don't. Yeah, because, because they, when I go to like our local Jewish market is the Cambridge Farms mm-hmm. on Burbank. And um, if I go in there and go shopping, especially on like Friday morning for Shabbat, that's crazy. Um, that, you know, they're all like, you know, the women all wear the wigs. And I don't know the rule, but they I'm sure have lovely hair, but have to shave their heads and wear those wigs. Right. I don't know why apparently they also have sex through a sheet with a hole in it but that's what I heard too um but um You're they right. I like no one's smiling you know I smile at everybody <laughs> like, right Nobody smiling back at me like they're like why is she in here yeah <laughs> like, right she does not belong I actually kind of look Jewish like people always think I'm the Jew you know right right because I have dark hair and olive skin and so people are like just assume at temple that I'm Jewish and, right and I'm not but it's just funny because even there me kind of looking Jewish and shopping in the Jewish market, they're kind of like, I don't, you know, they're not so friendly. Yeah. I
3: mean, that's, I will say that is kind of true. Like we lived in the little North of here, which is an Orthodox Jewish neighborhood. And our neighbors did not talk to us. Like we, we had us and the family across the street. They're not, they're Jewish, but they're not Orthodox. But then next, right next door to us, I will say, like, there, we had the Orthodox Jewish rabbi next to us, and he mm-hmm. had seven kids. Of course. I know. <laughs> and a house that was much smaller than ours, but nice. They, they invited us over for their baby naming. On the weekends. really nice. On the weekends, they can't adjust their thermostats yeah. or anything. So, one time, they had a whole their whole family from New York in, and they were like, could you come over and and adjust and i was like yeah sure you know no problem i was like do you want me to adjust it higher or lower he's like i cannot tell you
0: oh oh yeah and i was like you got to base it on how hot it is outside and i was
3: like okay because it's against the rules yeah to ask someone
0: to do it yeah and so
3: i was like okay and i was like and then he finally broke down he was like well the kids were really cold last night and i was like okay let me just turn this off (laughs) so you have no air conditioning overnight and then in the morning I'll come over and turn it back on so that you'll have it, you know. During the day. During the day. And but they were the only people on our block that talked to us. Right. And oh, well, that's but nice. he was a so rabbi, so maybe maybe like as the rabbi, he understood like there are different levels and right. not one level's not more important or better than the others where if you're in that religion and you're taught that day in day out you can't see the other side yeah i think that is really true Mm -hmm. i think that a lot of people from
2: my hometown don't see anything other than that what they know because not even catholicism they're a baptist or methodist and that is it no i don't know about any lutherans I don't know about any other religion besides those two. And yeah. they're so similar to each other that it's easy to accept everybody religiously. Right. Mm-hmm. But anything outside of that, they have no construct. They have no, no way of understanding. And what's so fascinating to me having, you know, I was grow- brought up in uh, Southern Baptist religion with my dad, but my mom was Maharishi Mahishi Yogi. So I spent a lot of time at the center Mm -hmm. meditating with all these people from India and Birkenstocks and like sheets and turbans Uh, from the time I was seven or eight, I had that perspective too. But I thought to myself, the people who only went to uh, Sardis Baptist Church, for the 50, 60 years of their life, how could they possibly know anything else? They couldn't. Mm-hmm. But for me to go to Maharishi Mahesh Yogi and listen to all these, you know... The spiritual... Spiritual ideas and and spirituality coming from self as opposed to following rules that were laid out in a book mm-hmm. that complies with God, you know, like right. yeah. not sinning, no drinking, no sex. It's a very different... Perspective that transcendental meditation is about, you know, kind of yourself. Oh,
0: I just feel like all those types of religions that are, it's all just fear based. It's just like they're just very trying to scare the shit out of them, yeah. keep them in there so that they feel like they have redemption. I don't, It just, I think it's sad. (laughs) It's controlling, in my opinion.
2: It's a way of of controlling the masses and not empowering them. Mm -hmm. When religion should be empowering, inspiring, I think it should inspire you to be a better person. Totally. And I was more inspired to be a better person at the center than I was at the Baptist church.
0: And I do think, though, because you were saying that you feel like you haven't done you know, your side of religion wise, Mm -hmm. I think that you are raising two very open girls who someday will, you know, find someone who maybe cares about religion and maybe doesn't, but if they did care about that religion, they'd be open to it, you know? Probably. Um, and also you definitely live by the golden rule. You just do good. And I feel like if you are doing that at home, yeah, it's true. Everyone's following the golden rule and you're volunteering or, you know, finding ways to do good, which your girls are doing all the time. Yeah. Then, you're doing
2: fine. You're on the right track. Yeah. It's just the lack of community. That's the part where you guys go to temple. Yeah, and you have these people that you're connected to at temple. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. Like She'll we do in Girl in Scouts, or we do.
3: Yeah, yeah. Georgia get in high school. She's gonna get it in high school. Yeah, yeah.
2: if she gets in that high school, she's gonna
3: get it. Please, please, please. She's gonna
2: get in. I hope so. But it Her doesn't matter because you,
3: even if you don't have religion, like. For you, for same for you, or whatever, but you still have like all these families, and you have your own community
2: that's true. And I do have faith, I believe in God, mm-hmm. and I believe things happen for a reason, yeah. And I believe if you pray the universe listens mm-hmm. and your intentions informs the universe as to what you receive mm-hmm. you know and your sometimes your subconscious thoughts informs the universe what you should receive
3: but don't you feel like that you have a closer relationship to god or to something then like i felt like i went to church and i didn't like i went to church every week because that's what you do mm-hmm. and i didn't I didn't have anything. Like, I, it's just something I did. I did it because I did it, not because yeah. it meant anything to me. So that's right. why when I met Eric, it didn't mean that much to me. So if he, if it meant something to him and his family, I was I was easier to to go with it. And now it's like, I, it doesn't matter to me if, if it's Jewish or anything else. It's like, I just have my own relationship. It's personal. It's not, I don't need a religion to tell me what I need to do in order to do it. Mm-hmm. I feel exactly the same so. way. Yeah. Although I feel like I have... Created like a set
2: of maybe not rules, but definitely parameters. But they're more ab- about my integrity, yeah, and my intentions. And is that in alignment with you know, what would Jesus do? You know, Jesus was a good man, he did good things. So if you go, what would Jesus do? Not in a religious capacity, mm-hmm. but in you could do the same as you know, what would Martin Luther King Jr. do? Yeah, you know, what would what would Gandhi do? Yeah. What would some of these people who had really good morals, although. You know, they were human. So was Jesus. He was not perfect and neither are we. So if you look at that paradigm, you go, okay, well, I'm going to make mistakes. I have to forgive myself for those mistakes. If my intention was good and I still make the mistake, then I've done all I can do, you know,
0: so I don't know. I also was never a Jesus person. I was a God person. Oh, amen. Yeah. I mean, even, <laughs> even though it's just so funny growing up because someone said something like, well, you know, the Jews don't believe that Jesus was the son of God. And I was like, that doesn't, that never mattered to me. No. I believe in God. I believe in an afterlife. I believe in like a higher power. Me too. And so... The whole Jesus thing, there was not growing up even going to church every Sunday and staring at the giant cross. My connection was never to Jesus. I didn't pray to Jesus. I didn't do things for Jesus. I did things because of God. Like that was, I prayed to God, not. Yeah. I Jesus. always thought like Jesus was a middleman. Why would you go to the middleman? You just go to the
2: man, right? The man, give me the man. I don't need the middleman. I need the man. Yeah. And the same with Mary. I was like, what did she do? I know that Young. she gave birth to God's son, but yeah. again, a middleman. Yeah. Why would I pray to her or to any of the saints? Yeah. Pray to St. Michael. Why does he write it down and then give it to God? Right, <laughs> just give it to God, right? I never understood that either. About southern, you know, Southern Baptist is very Jesus, yeah, Jesus, Jesus, yeah, not so much Mary because yeah. you know.
0: But I did have just now that my daughter's in Catholic school. I did have like a, a nice little warm memory, and my husband actually said, "Oh, you're loving this, aren't you?" Is yeah. that she had to choose a saint? um oh. to do she was choosing her, like, who her patron saint would be and to do a project on her saint and my patron saint is Joan of Arc because my name is spelled the same j e a n n e is Joan of Arc she's Jean in French oh. and i loved that she was my patron saint and then, like through my first confirmation and when i went to paris i was all about Joan of Arc and you know every statue that we could find of her so sasha was like <laughs> i don't know what saint i was like oh, i know what you should choose <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. You should choose that Mark. And I was so excited because she read about her and she's like, Oh, I like that one. That's a good one. She's really fierce. And I was like, Oh, she is fierce. She's, she's fierce. Wait till you read you and more. Me, baby, fierce. But she did choose her and now that's her patron saint. And I was so excited. And even my husband was like, Oh, you're just eating this up, aren't you? You're loving it. I'm but like, Bert did the same I am. thing. Bert's patron saint is St. Jude. Uh huh.
2: So, and I, they're the pain, he's the patron saint of hopeless cases. Yeah. I think. So uh, Bert's grandmother gave him a St. Jude medal a long time ago because he. He's clearly a hopeless case. So he's in here. Talk about projection. He projects so much onto our kids sometimes that I want to just pop him on the back of the head. So he's sitting there with Georgia and he goes, Georgia, I'm going to tell you something. I'm getting you a St. Jude medal. You know what St. Jude is? It's the saint of hopeless cases. And Georgia looked like... What are you talking about? I I am not a hopeless case. I was like, of all of our children, you choose her for the hopeless case? Isla Kreischer can't even fucking read in the fifth grade. I would say she's far more hopeless. And he was like, no, she's got to have like the Patriotate of animals. That's the only one she'll pay Uh, attention to. St. Francis. Yeah, St. Francis. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. And he's like, he was like no george and i george and i hopeless case oh, i was like you are no. so out to lunch Georgia is far from hopeless oh my she's God. gonna have her own saint uh, and it's not that one <laughs> so I, I love you love you saint jude but not a match that's hilarious yeah yeah we didn't have that in baptist religion no i don't know anything about the saints it was just jesus <laughs> yeah it was just jesus yeah <laughs> Noah's Ark is high up there, too, which I never understood. I remember sitting in church going, wait a minute. (laughs) You're telling me (laughs) there were two of every animal on a boat for 40 fucking days and nobody ate anybody? That's not possible. (laughs) I had that debate with another cousin, and she was like, but God made them not eat eat each other. And I went... Check, please. <laughs> I
3: do not buy that. No, I'm I believe that, that God. one time, those forty days, those right? things,
0: it, it was is. all. They, people take it so literally. They do. It's, it was it's not just, supposed to be literal. It was just a story. It was a story. It was a story about God's. It's a lovely power. story. You're wrong.
3: You're wrong. There's an ark somewhere. <laughs> it is. <laughs> people They're are looking, looking for it.
0: One of my favorite cards I saw at paper source <laughs> ever, and I bought it, and I like have three of them, and I'm waiting to give them out to people. Was dear Noah, you said the ark was leaving at noon. (laughs) the unicorns.
2: oh that's hysterical is that the best card ever that is the best card ever i made you to get that for my cousin who has a massive noah's art collection Yeah, oh, like one whole wall of her awesome. house is all she's got like a quilt and figurines no. oh and my god shit made out of cork next and time i everything. got a paper
0: source i'll get you some oh my but god they, that's hysterical um, also the you know the jews are with the catholics or up until the new testament up until new Test- yeah. Yeah. so they got noah too yeah Um, so we sang like, you know, so God said to Noah, like all those songs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Bye,
2: babe. He's got a lunch. Lunch. So, uh, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so oh, we I'll got we got the going. Noah's
2: Ark too yeah everything in Old all Testament the up, yeah same thing yeah yeah they just don't believe uh-huh. in they well I don't they know believe they Jesus don't believe. was a good guy yes I feel oh, yeah. that way too see I yeah. am Jewish <laughs> I think he was a really good guy <laughs> let's bring her to temple he was an amazing guy By and he way, did amazing made, things Sasha and
0: Darren go make sandwiches have you ever done that with path they yeah. do it on Sunday mornings not every Sunday but they go make sandwiches for the home lunches for the homeless um, uh, and so that's, you could come to Temple. Wait, when that. is that? We, it's actually the Sunday is the Sunday. Cause I had to go, they can only use sunflower seed butter because yep. God forbid a homeless person have a peanut allergy and you like killed them accidentally. <laughs> so I had to go buy a boatload of sunflower seed butter and jelly. So they're doing it this Sunday and they just make a ton of lunches for the homeless. What time? 9am. 9 9am 9 Sunday. Uh-huh. I think we can do that. And I would and love Aaron to always do that. Go. And it's really, it's like a lump, bunch of, you know who they are, a bunch of really nice families.
2: Oh, you think they would mind if a not bunch of non-denominational, non-Christian, practicing people no. our food, The food pantry is the
3: interfaith food pantry.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, the food pantry. Yeah. That. Is it in the basement down there? Uh, well, they do it. They don't put you in the basement. No, they let no. you do it outside. In There's the, no space yeah. in the basement. <laughs> uh, the basement's pretty tight. I've been in there a couple times. But yeah, so they, I mean, just like in ter- they put me on a committee one time to hire the canter and I was on that committee forever and we ended up choosing one in, the rabbi was it's like congratulating us and i was like oh yeah you're, you're the catholic girl just chose the cantor and he was like oh you're the non-jew like meaning <laughs> between darren and I, I think he thought and i was like yeah that's me that <laughs> but i know someone can sing or not <laughs> <laughs> there you go
2: those catholics have good singers yes <laughs> well you
0: should hear the cantors oh my goodness it's like going to a show is it really yeah Crazy. i like it yeah
2: all right well until next time yay uh Oh, we didn't even talk about what I'd planned on talking about. Shit. Well, we have hashtag me too.
0: Uh, well, next uh, episode. So yes.
2: next time we'll talk about that. Don't talk about it between now and then. No, no, no. Don't we'll talk about <laughs> it. Because if we said last time we'd talk about it. We have lots to we say we,
0: about it too. I, I have a lot to say about it. Yeah. Lynn, do you have a lot to say about I it? Too? And I listen to your birds. You did. Um, podcast about it. So yes the yeah. whole time I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I have yeah. so much more yeah. that has come in since then. So shit, well I can't just in I the next week, it.
0: more could come in, you know, like You never <laughs> know, right?
2: You never know. Well, thank you again, ladies, for being on the wife of the party. Woohoo thank And uh next time. Thank you. Right, bye. I bye, bye. I got
3: a brand new pair of You got a brand new G. I think that we should get together and try.